Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 199, Devotion. Hello, hello, hello. 199 episodes. Listen, I know you guys might think that so many other people are sending me emails about how the podcast has helped. And that is sort of a thing. (laughs) I don't know what it's called, but it's not true. I want more emails. I've gotten a handful and I really appreciate them. But I want you, yes, you, my faithful listener, to send me an email right now, today, to hello at AngelaMasenic.com. I want to hear how the podcast has helped you drinking less or improve any area in your life. I love to hear that from you because next week is the 200th episode, 200 episodes of free weekly content that I have dedicated myself, my time, my resources to publishing every week for you and for everyone to listen to, to get free advice, to help change their relationship with alcohol and improve their lives. And I'm asking, I'm pleading with you for you to send me an email (laughs) because I want to celebrate you and I want to celebrate the podcast because this podcast is very, very important to me. It's my baby. I started podcasting before I became a life coach. Podcasting helped me share my story when I was working on my relationship with alcohol and food. Um, if you're actually inside the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living coaching program, my six-month coaching program, you can listen to the first podcast. It was called Lessons on Self-Coaching. Um, it's only available for my members now. But I, I documented and shared publicly to the world my experience with this. And now they get to listen to my journey. The podcast helps me like reiterate the tools that I use, I've used to change my relationship with alcohol and improve my relationships, you know, make my business successful, all the things. And me sharing with you also helps me. I love this podcast. I love it so much. And I'm not stopping anytime soon. And I want to celebrate our big milestone. So 200 episodes, it's almost four years of this podcast. That doesn't include almost a year of the other podcasts I did. So I've been at this for almost five years. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And I want to hear how it's helped you, you know, change your relationship with alcohol. Like what have you applied that I've taught you in the podcast that have made big impacts in your life? Take five minutes, please, and send me an email. Hello at AngelaMasenic.com. I would love to hear from you. I don't have to read your name on the podcast. I can keep it totally anonymous, but it's fun to also hear a little shout out, right? (laughs) Of your name on the podcast sometimes too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this week, I want to talk about devotion. Isn't that a cool word? Devotion. I think I was watching a movie or something and this word popped up. I don't remember where it came. I'm like, whoa, that's a powerful word. Devotion, right? I pulled up the old Googles and (laughs) found the definition for devotion. 
It's love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. And then they give an example in a sentence. His courage and devotion to duty never wavered. So when I think about the word devotion, it brings up how devoted we are to doing things a certain way. And for many of you, that's doing things a certain way and devoted to your wine (laughs) and saying how much you love your wine and we're really devoted to making sure we get our alcohol, right? And when I think about my own history with alcohol, I was for sure devoted to it. I was talking about that in the Wine Free Workweek Challenge that's happening this week. And it's like I was in love with it, right? I was very devoted to it. So my devotion to my wine would look like making sure I had my favorite wine stocked up at home. Like I would think about that and plan for that, right? I would, when I would go out to restaurants, I would look at the menu ahead of time and make sure that they had a good enough wine list and like kind of read through it and stuff. And then I would go sit at the bar and I would like talk to the bartender about, the different flavors and, you know, like descriptions and qualities of the wine and where it was from. And if I could taste it before I committed to having a full glass and blah, 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 right? Like there was just so much energy and attention, enthusiasm (laughs) that I had towards it, right? There was a loyalty towards it. Um, It was very similar to, you know, the loyalty and devotion that I had towards my husband because, you know, I would never cheat on him. Right. And it's like, so I would devote time and energy and space and money and vacations and stuff to my husband. I would make as much effort towards my relationship with the alcohol. And when you feel devoted to something like that, and I didn't know back then that I had this devotion to alcohol. I just thought it was a hobby. I thought I was just into it. I thought I was a wine person. Okay. And I thought it was cool. I thought it made me interesting, right? There was a big old story that I had around wine and really I was just attached to it because, you know, I was using it for so many reasons to make myself feel better, to make, to have more fun, um, to keep my identity. Like that was big for me when I had kids. Like I was really scared of being a boring mom and I didn't want to lose my sort of fun party girl identity. And so I kept drinking and partying like that even after I had kids because I was I was in this very confusing time of like, who am I now, right? Like my freedom is gone and I can't do the things that I used to do, but I can still do this, right? I can still drink. <laughs> um, all of this became more aware to me as I worked in my relationship with alcohol, but I was for sure devoted to it, Okay. And I would, you know, say I wasn't going to drink, but then I would come back at the end of the day and, you know, convince myself that it wasn't a big deal. I should be allowed to have my wine. It's the only thing I get to have. And my devotion would continue. Okay. I had wine club memberships. My husband and I got married in a winery. It was (laughs) entrenched into our lifestyle. I would host wine tastings and blind wine tastings and, you know, the whole song and dance. And I was for sure devoted to it. And during the Wine Free Work Week Challenge, somebody said something similar about their alcohol. They're like, I just love it. It keeps me company. Um, it fills the void of my loneliness. And they just, they romanticize this 
you know, liquid substance that is either in a bottle or a can. Okay. And I just want you to think about that for a minute. I want you to bring that to your attention. Do you romantically describe your relationship with alcohol this way? Are you devoted to figuring out how you can drink? And you may not even realize that you are, but like me talking about it and how and what that looked like for myself is probably bringing up some very similar ways you're probably devoted to your alcohol. A lot of devotion can look like, I'll never give it up. I can't imagine my life without it. I don't want to stop drinking forever. I just want to cut back. I just want to be somebody who can take it or leave it. I'm very devoted to figuring that out, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what most of my clients do. And that's what I wanted to do in the beginning as well. Um, but if you can't break away from that devotion, like that energy and that attraction and that need for it, right? That if you think about a, a religious devotion, right? Like how many people are you know, religious or spiritual and they go to church every Sunday and they participate in Bible groups and all the things, right? They wouldn't consider stopping that. They are devoted to their spirituality, right? And that's what it can feel like towards our relationship with alcohol. Like we're really devoted to having it and dare somebody say that we can't have it. Whoa, <laughs> right? Like, look out. That's how I felt. Like, if somebody challenged me on that, you know, I remember my in-laws would, would make comments or maybe they sent an email one time that said that my husband and I, their son were, were over drinkers. And I flew off the handle about that. I'm like, how dare you, <laughs> right? Like you calling us an over drinker is, you know, it's calling me out basically. And I became very defensive on that because it felt like a threat to, you know, somebody calling my, my love that I had for something like a problem. Right. And so I just want you to think about your devotion to alcohol and what would it be like? So now we recognize this, this loyalty and enthusiasm that we have for our alcohol, right? What would it be like to have that energy and that devotion to something that was good for you? Or maybe you had that energy and that devotion to yourself, like what if you loved yourself and you never gave up on yourself and you made time for yourself every day and you exercise and you got enough sleep and you took care of yourself and you washed your face before you went to bed at night and you didn't drink all the time and you were devoted to giving yourself the best opportunity at life. Like what would that be like? What would that look like for yourself? I promise you that's possible because that's what I have now, even though I was devoted to my relationship with alcohol. The energy behind that devotion towards alcohol and food has been flipped now to I'm devoted to helping people for sure. Like I am devoted to that because I know personally what the struggle is like and being stuck there for a very, very long time. And I know what's on the other side of that and what is possible. And I will probably go until my dying day and reaching out to people and offering them a different way to do it. Okay. I am for sure devoted to that. And so my devotion to it is evident, right? I have uh, next week, 200 podcast episodes, right? I have developed multiple courses and programs to help women stop over drinking. I write emails on the regular basis. I'm posting on social media. I'm guesting on other people's podcasts, um, creating courses for other people, writing, sharing, helping constantly. Okay. I'm devoted to that for sure. I'm also devoted to my own health. 
right? I take really good care of myself. I get plenty of sleep every night. I drink at least a hundred ounces of water every day. I feed myself healthy foods. I move my body. I get out into nature. I work through my problems. I have a therapist. I have life coaches. I journal. I process my feelings. Like that is a devotion to me in my life to make it the best one possible. And that's never going to change. I'm devoted to my kids. I'm so devoted to them. It makes me want to cry. Like I am devoted to making sure that they feel seen and valued, um, no matter who they are or what they do. Um, I'm devoted to my husband. I'm, a, I'm very devoted to my friends. I invest a lot of time and energy into my friendships. Um, and, you know, those, those that's the top of my list that I can think of real quickly off the top of my head. I am proud to say that wine and food is no longer on that list. You know, wine and food is like you reach a peak of what that gives back to you. And probably for a lot of you guys that are still working on your relationship with alcohol, the return that you get back, like the joy or the pleasure from that is probably very small at this point because you're probably over drinking so much or for so long or have been frustrated with that cycle for so long that the pleasure and what you get out of it is very small. And I want you to really acknowledge that. So it's like, do we want to be devoted to that relationship when it's not devoting itself to you? It's not helping you in any way, right? When I think about my business and my family and my friends and myself, like my devotion to my own life and my own health, there's a return for me on that, right? So when I'm devoting my my skills, my knowing, my training, my multiple thousands of hours of coaching. When I devote myself to that, I get a return on that. I have a business that creates money for me and I get to save and save up for my kids college and I get to help people and feel that, right? So it's a, it's an equal return. Same thing with my relationships, right? You know, when I give to my relationships, I get something in return from that. I get to feel love. I get to feel appreciated. I get to have fun. Um, when I think about devoting to my health, right, I get to at any point in time, go run a five mile race, go hike 12 miles in the mountains, like go camping, go run around cities all day, travel, um, know how to handle my stress. I feel confident knowing that anything that comes my way, I can mentally handle this stuff because of the devotion that I have. So there's a return in the quality of my life because of that devotion that I have. And so I just want you to consider, like, maybe you could make a list of all the things that you're devoted to. And let's look at the things that maybe aren't really super supportive for you. Maybe the return isn't as much as you're putting in, right? So how you're talking about alcohol is really important to look at. I would recommend, and this is what I'm recommending in the Wine Free Work Week, that you change the language and stop romanticizing how it is for you and saying that like, Oh, I just love it. And it means so much to me. It makes things better. Like this glamorized romanticized relationship that you have in your mind about your relationship with alcohol. We got to remove that. So it's not so enticing for us. Okay. And when you notice yourself thinking about that, we'd be like, you know, I'm working on not thinking about it like that anymore. It's just liquid in a glass (laughs) or it's just this, right? Something more neutral. And how can you look at that devotion that you have for alcohol and be like, I wonder what else, if I could shift some of this devotion that I have to alcohol to myself, maybe to my own health and my own well-being, how could my life change? 
and maybe write that down in your journal, answer that question for yourself. And I think you'll be surprised about what, what comes up for you, like what you could be missing because you're so devoted to your relationship with alcohol. I know because I'm on way on the other side of it now that I would have missed all of this. I would have missed getting ready to celebrate 200 episodes of a podcast called stop over drinking and start living. I would have missed, um, my coaching business and helping hundreds of women change their lives and and drink less, um, connecting more with my family, having, you know, relationships all over the world, having more fun, having more adventure on my life. Had I not been willing to let go of the devotion that I had with alcohol. And I can help you do that, friends. We are actively right now enrolling in Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. Um, we have a welcome call this Saturday for all new members. So if you want to apply, now is a great time to do it. We also have another new welcome call for new members um, next month in November. So you, joining any time in the next few weeks is perfect. Um, get the support from me. Uh, get through the holidays. Kickstart 2023 in the best way possible. And devote some time and resources to yourself. You deserve that. So click through and there will be a link in there that says apply to join the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living program. And watch the three videos though before you apply and make sure you fully understand what the program is and then fill out your application that comes directly to me. I review every single application that comes through and you will know very quickly with usually within a few hours or the next day um, if you're approved to join and then we will onboard you. And you can join the program and you can get regular daily support by me and um, the materials that I've developed for the program that will help you take you where you are with your relationship with alcohol to where you want to go and helping you be the master of that and be in charge of what that journey looks like and helping you make your own decisions around that and having my support and my coaching and my guidance and my materials along the way. All right, my friends. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to send me that email about how the podcast has helped you. Hello at AngelaMasenic.com. And I'll talk to you all next week on the 200th episode. Bye.